In September, Mayor Mike Duggan made a big pitch to Detroiters. If residents vote yes on a $250 million bond sale during the March primary election, his administration will make sure that neighborhoods are blight-free in five years' time. The measure would extend funding for the largest municipal demolition program in the country, a program that the U.S. government has been supporting for years. Building officials say since 2014, Detroit has dismantled nearly 20,000 structures. On average, that would mean the city is tearing down a home roughly every three hours. That's a neighborhood block every week. But even at that rate, Duggan says Detroit is only halfway to ridding itself of blight. But now, there isn't any more federal money, there's no more state money. If we're going to do this, we're going to have to do this on our own. And the good news is that the city's finances are so strong and our credit ratings improved to the point that we can sell this bond issue with no increase in taxes. Duggan's campaign to put the bond proposal on the ballot hit a snag this month. An internal review of city demolitions revealed major flaws in the program. Among its many failures, the audit found no evidence that demolition waste with asbestos was being disposed of properly. There's no evidence that clean soil was used to fill demolition holes, and no evidence that contractors were providing progress reports for their work. Mark Lockridge is Detroit's Auditor General. His job was to assess the demolition program based on the rules that city agencies made for themselves. He says for the most part, demolition officials could not even show basic receipts. They need to be more transparent in, in what they're doing. I'm not a demolition person myself. I'm not the expert at the work that they're doing. Lockridge says it took him and his team four years to put together their findings and that he needed to subpoena the city to get documents he needed. In 2017 is when we began to focus on city-funded demolitions, and that is when the information really began to stall. That was the difficult part of our audit, right, was that we couldn't get information in time and fashion. Officials connected to the demolition program have rejected many claims made by the audit. They say the report is full of errors based on old samples, faulty standards, and cherry-picked examples. But Lockridge says city officials had months to address any issues they had with the audit. If we're not getting the information in timely fashion, or if we're not getting the right information, then that kind of speaks to their operations. The audit has not slowed down efforts by the mayor's office to move forward with the bond question. Dave Masron is Detroit's chief financial officer. He says the city will restructure the program in response to criticism. We have decided to bring the entire demolition program back into the city as a department so that there will be a demolition department created that will be subject to the same oversight as every other department in the city. Masseron says the reorganization would add rehabs and renovations to the city program. To keep demolition at its current pace, he says Detroit homeowners will continue to pay a nine mil property tax to pay off city debt. That tax rate would otherwise drop in the years ahead. Masseron says it's a price worth paying for, as demolitions provide Detroit the biggest return on investment in terms of capital improvements. It drives property values higher and makes neighborhoods safer. Our fire load, or the amount of fire runs we have, has been reduced by over 47 percent. Masseron says the bond sale would free up money from the city's general fund to be used for other needs, like the city's looming pension cliff and retiree health care obligations. Regardless of the supposed benefits of Detroit demolitions, many still have concerns about the program's oversight, its timeline, and the drivers of blight itself. 
State Representative Sherry Gaydan-Yogo is skeptical. So blight was created, first of all, uh, by our financial institutions that allow the, the foreclosure to take place for people not be able to get repairs to their home. Gaydan-Yogo says the bond is like a blank check. She says the proposed sale would not represent the full cost the program has on taxpayers, since the city would need to spend hundreds of millions of dollars more to administer the program. And without cost-containing measures, Gaydan Yogo says it's wasteful to fight blight by tearing down homes, when money could be spent on foreclosure prevention and other efforts that stop vacancies from happening in the first place. To see that you have demolitions that are in excess of $26,000 for one property when we could have very well perhaps kept a resident in their home if we provided the grants that were afforded to them by the U.S. Department of Housing, we could have done that. If the question is approved, Detroiters will need to decide for themselves whether it's worth paying for demolitions out of pocket, as taxpayers would spend the next 30 years paying off the debt. Detroit City Council has until the end of the month to approve the $250 million bond proposal, if they wanted to appear on the March primary ballot. For WDET News, I'm Eli Newman.